0: Good morning and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a vision for you big book study. My name is Melanie C. Stepping in for Monica this morning and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. Today is Friday, November 7th, 2014. And today we are reading from the big book and we are starting on page 7, the last paragraph. And today's readers are The Twelve Steps, Jaina N., The Twelve Traditions, Mora Z. Reading the text will be announced when Monica returns. The reference number for yesterday, Thursday, November 6, 2014, is 7013. 7013. O.A. Preamble. carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You Big Book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 Steps and 12 Traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Jana
1: N. to read the 12 Steps. Good morning, everyone. This is Jana N. from Virginia, uh, recovering compulsive overeater, and very grateful to be here. The 12 steps. We admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs, We're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Made a list of all people we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Made direct amends to such people whenever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Continued to take a personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood Him, praying only for knowledge of His will for us and the power to carry that out. 12, having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs.
2: Thank you, Janna. And I will now ask Maura Z to read the 12 traditions, please.
3: Thank you, Monica. This is Maura Z, Grateful Recovering Compulsive book Peter in Virginia. One, the common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants, they do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous, except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group but never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name any related facility or outside enterprise. ever reminding us to place principle before personality. Thank you, and I pass.
2: Thank you, Mara. How our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic in literature we are discussing, and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinent requirement for moderators is one year, and for readers is six months. There is no abstinent requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the Big Book mean to us. To share, press star 1 to unmute, and once you're done sharing, let us know by saying pass, then press star 1 to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speakers should be muted. And today we are resuming our study of the Big Book. We are in Bill's story. We are on page 7. We are going to be starting with the third paragraph, and this is a review, but it was not, and then we will be discussing the next paragraph that starts, they did not need to tell me. And the share ID for yesterday, Thursday, the sixth day of November, was 7013. 7013. And I will ask hoodie to
4: begin reading good
5: morning Monica
4: um good morning a vision for you this is hoodie a recovered compulsive overeater here in Israel but it was not for that faithful day came when I drank once more the curve of my declining moral and bodily health fell off like a ski jump after a time I returned to the hospital this was the finish The curtain, it seemed to me. My weary and despairing wife was informed that it would all end with heart failure during delirium tremens, or I would develop a wet brain, perhaps within a year. She would soon have to give me over to the undertaker or the asylum. They did not need to tell me. I knew and almost welcomed the idea. It was a devastating blow to my pride. I, who had thought so well of myself, And my abilities, of my capacity to surmount obstacles, was cornered at last. Now I was to plunge into the dark, joining that endless procession of sots who had gone on before. I thought of my poor wife. It had been much happiness after all. What would I not give to make amends? But that was over now. And um, I love this, um, this. I mean, I don't really... Love this paragraph, but this paragraph really reminds me of where I am. Um, I Was in that desperate, in that desperate place that bottom that I had hit. It was a devastating blow to my pride. I who thought so well of myself, you know, I had so much pride. I, you know, I'm not that next person. I, I, I could do, I could, I could do many, many things, and I was very capable but um, I'm just um and me, I didn't have all these problems, and I mean what's wrong with me? I was just cornered i tried, i tried and tried and tried to lift myself up out of this um this dark place, and i was i kept i kept um failing until. You know, um, I just hear of a quote, you could be done when you stop digging. And all I had to do was stop digging no more. I have, um, there is, I, I have a, I have a problem. You both brought me the, um, and I, and I'm sick and tired of fighting this anymore. I'm going to, I'm not digging anymore to find another way. And, um, I'm ready to go to any lengths. Look at what's going on around me, uh, in my case my um poor husband poor um poor children there's children in in the back in in the background people people who um need me need us need recovery um is and you know what could i not do to make amends what would i not do i am am i ready and willing holy willing to go to any lengths for victory from this obsession, from this allergy the body and, and obsession of the mind. And um, these 12 steps, these 12 steps was the answer to me and is the answer to a, a happy and successful life. And with that, I pass. Thank you, Hootie.
2: And would anyone I mean, like to comment on what was read this morning?
6: This Good morning. Is Paula. may Charles. I
2: share? Okay, Charles, Paula, Paula. Mm-hmm. Anybody else, all right, Charles? Go ahead, and then Paula
7: Good morning, visionaries. My name is Charles. I eat too much. a recovered compulsive overeater from Yonkers, New York represent um Monica, thank you for your continued service and thank you for everybody on the line. A lot of good money here. um It was a devastating blow to my pride. I <laughs> who had thought so well of myself and my abilities and my capability, capacity to surmount obstacles was cornered at last. Now I was to plunge in the dark, joining an endless procession. Um, you know, the first step was the most greatest thing, greatest thing and, and, and the worst thing in my life when I came to that realization that, man, this reminds me of like my eating history. I had bear claws on it. Dang, I, I was gonna plunge into the. Do- I couldn't. You mean I can't have it no more? You mean I can't have them binge foods no more? And, and come on! I I've, I've done other things before, other unbelievable things before, so I couldn't have it. It was over. You know, it was the worst thing. I don't know about y'all, I'm talking about Charles. I eat too much. the guy that 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 came to from sugar sugar uh drunkness. you mean I couldn't have those things no more? I couldn't do it by myself. You know it was the worst thing when my mind was thinking about, oh, I can't have that stuff no more, but it was the greatest thing when I realized that i couldn't do this anymore. I couldn't do this. That's why every single day I say I live in 10, 11, 12, and walk. Because this compulsive over here, if I get a bright idea, I will think, again, that I was doing so well with my own abilities. My own abilities almost destroyed me. My A1C was 15.4 uh, two years ago. It's down to 5.1 right now. Still got a little work, but you know I'm a, I'm a step on the disease's neck every single day, realizing that I I was it was over when when it was concerned with I, but when when I when when I went to a higher power and we, when I came to a visionary like and I, like I always say I I was blinded we can see together, right? So much so much stuff. And 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 I can just recall being a newcomer coming up in here saying, Man, what would I not give to make amends? <laughs> just like a newcomer wanna jump right to step eight and nine. Don't know nothing about program. And you know what, every single day I wake up with that with that um vigilance that I don't know nothing. And I need to be brainwashed again by the visionaries. And with that in my past, my name is Charles. I eat too much. I recovered, compulsive overeater. Thank you, Monica.
2: Thank you, Charles. Paula, you're up.
6: And thank you. And thank you for your service today on this day. And my name is Paula. And I am a compulsive overeater. And today I may say recovered by the grace of God. But I want to go to this this line on 8, this page And this is really not where I want to go, but this is where I will go. This must be the beginning. And it starts with the first word here on the top of the page. Oh, always when I felt like I was on top. Pride. Pride. I can do this. I'm okay with this. And another day would pass. And then I'm going to go on as he did. I who had thought, and there it is all in the mind, so well of myself and my abilities. Of my capacities to surmount obstacles was conjured at last? What do you find in the corner? See, that's where you have to be. The place that you avoid. I don't want to be there, but that's where you must be. You see, my pride would keep me out of the corner. But even here, everything failed. But then he goes on, and I'll read the words as they say. These are words that I don't want to camp out at. Some I want to just sit around, oh, doesn't this feel good? Yeah, we covered, oh, I'm liking that feeling. Not this one. But this is the one that you need to take you there. Now I was to plunge into the dark, joining, ah, joining, becoming part of that endless procession of thoughts, same as I, who had gone on before. But I want to end with, there had been much happiness after all, throughout my life I can say that what would I not give to make amends but that was over now the sorries were done the sorries were done because they didn't work anymore oh I'm so sorry I'm going to change tomorrow oh I'm so sorry what I've done to my physical body those that I love my own family my own children oh I'm so sorry the sorries are done the amends it's over now Cannot have a beginning without an ending. With that, I thank you, and I do pass.
2: Thank you, Paula. And who else would like to comment on this paragraph, the second paragraph that was read?
8: Hi, Monica. This is Vasa. I'd like to share. Hi, Uh, it's Suji.
2: Vasa, Suji. Vasa, California. Larry. Um, I heard Larry. I heard somebody from California before Larry. Mary Lee. Mary, Mary Lee. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We got Vasa, Cindy, Mary Lee, and Larry. Vasa,
8: you're up. Millie Allen. Thank you. Thank you, Monica, for your service and good morning, Vision for you. And I'm Vasa, grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater, calling from Massachusetts. Pride. I was. I was too proud to admit I couldn't do it anymore. And I found a place where I could go, and I heard how other people felt. And it it gave me permission to say, you know what, I am sick and tired of being sick and tired. I can't do this by myself, because I heard other people say it. And uh, I thought I had to be strong to be able to handle everything. What's wrong with me? Why shouldn't I be able to handle this? Well, I tried. I tried for many, many, many years and mm-hmm. I couldn't. And uh again I was ready to humble myself and say, I can't do this anymore myself and I needed help. And in many ways uh I just felt relieved like the paragraph before this. It relieved me some somewhat to learn that in alcoholics in Alcoholics, the will is amazing, weakened when it comes to combating liquor, through, though it often reminds, remains strong in other respects. And I came to the point, like, I, you know, I still was very prideful in mon, many other areas. You know, I can do this, I can do that, you know, being the overachiever and accomplisher and this and that. But when I came to the food, I, I came to the end of me. I could not do it anymore, and I was, it's live or die, Vasa. That was my thing, live or die. Do you want to continue this pattern, or do you want to change? And, again, I didn't want to die. I just had a child. He was only two or three years old, and I had all the kids. And if I didn't get the help, I would be dead today. So um, my motivation was, yeah, yeah, I had a child. He wouldn't have a mother. If I kept on going what I, the way I was going, and my kids wouldn't have wouldn't have seen their mother at their weddings or you know for their grandkids there. So I'm just so grateful that I found vision for you, the big book. It showed me how to do it. And I'm so grateful that God brought me into into the program, into recovery, put the food down get my mind cleared and followed and work the steps the way they la- laid out. One by one, my sponsor said, don't jump from one to six or seven. You know, we do this one step at a time, and the first three steps are the foundation of the program, and that's all I focus, God and me and my abstinence, God, me and the abstinence. And just, you know, kept listening to the big book, read the paragraphs, and and just pay attention one sentence at a sentence, one paragraph at a time. Thank you for letting me share, and I pass.
0: Thank you, Vasa.
8: Suji, you're up.
9: Good morning, Monica, and everybody. It's Suji, recovered in southeastern Pennsylvania, and um, yeah, the endless procession of thoughts. <laughs> well. Um, let's see. Who am I today? Okay, today I embrace all my identities. So today I'm Suji from, from southeastern Pennsylvania, a recovered um, Eastern European Jewish doctor. And this reminds me of something one of my very favorite teachers taught me one day when I was telling the story about something I was supposed to report to him. He was my next in command. And he said to me, "You are just like me. we both have the slave mentality and and what what was that 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 I suffer from? It's sort of like um, well, like I had a music teacher who who made me play, made me play. I followed his directions to learn to play piano, and I played March Slav by by Tchaikovsky, which is a little piece that sounds like a bunch of slaves marching, which fit exactly, that it's the slave marching that gets us in that corner with the food that got Bill Wilson in the corner with the alcohol, that, that you have nowhere to turn when you are a slave to that. Your will is completely in, in the, the pot and the bag and the boxes and all of that stuff and and it's a terrible place to be and it feels so much better to go through the process even though the process is painful at times it's a joyful process that process of the change steps that can follow this realization that we're a wreck it's not only the food that has to be surrendered it's us but the surrender is really joyous and it ends in a terrific place so so be mindful of this. It's um, it's uh, leaning in and it's letting up and letting go. You let up and you and you see the humor in it because we don't have to stay stuck like that. But but it requires a decision to do what other people have done that's helped them and to, to have a little a little bit of faith. You just need a little bit of faith to begin to do it.
10: So, thank you for letting me share and I pass. Good morning, visionaries. This is Mary Lee in Pastor Robles, California, recovered compulsively over EDU. And uh, oh, I just feel so grateful. Nine years ago, I decided that the only way that I could stop compulsively overeating was to have surgical a surgical intervention and I went on a last hurrah cruise and I met a woman that was living in 10, 11, and 12 in program and oh, I just give such thanks. Um, I did gain 15 pounds in 14 days on that cruise and I didn't meet her until the second to the last day, and I uh, i just, uh, what a blessing. And so then I started on the journey of working the steps with her and released um, a great amount of weight and was living happy, joyously, and freely until complacency hit. And I'm really grateful that two years ago I found the visionaries and I have been back on track since then. And I just um, love to be able to pause once in a while. And Monica, your laugh has just carried me through um, many times when I've just... anyway. I'm I'm rambling. I'm just grateful to be on program and on track and um thank you. Mary Lee and Pastor Obos, California.
0: Thank you. Larry Kay, it's your turn.
11: Good morning. Good morning, Larry Kay, uh recovered compostable reader from Chicago. to no, know. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, a lot of good stuff. A lot of good stuff was said. So um you know what I remember, you know, we got to remember here that, you know, through this whole thing, you know, Bill is is taking step 1. <clears throat> you know, he's <clears throat> he's right there, he's cornered. That's what I needed to be before I could take step 1. There was no step 1 written in those days. Of course, he uh he hadn't been divinely inspired. So I think this was all divinely inspired. He had not been divinely inspired to write that yet. But surely this is when, you know, just about when Bill had admitted defeat. He had admitted that he had become powerless over alcohol. You know, that his life had become unmanageable. And he'll soon talk about alcohol becoming his master. You know, it defeated him. We all have to get to that place, I think. You know, I know I did. And let me tell you, myself, Will, I don't know about yours, but I can tell you about mine. It's pretty strong you know it's pretty strong it took a lot for me to be cornered at last you know uh to where um you know i could join that endless procession of thought. there's a guy i go to a AA meeting who uh introduces himself as uh you know i am so and so sock you know it's uh it's a term you know it's a, it's a humbling term too, to me you know, to acknowledge, you know, I said, you know, Larry, recovered, compulsive reader. Oh, really? Mr. Big Shot over there, you know? No, I <clears throat> I say that with humility, not cured, of course, right? We talk about getting to this recovered state by the grace of God. God has, has God effectuated my spiritual transformation. I did not effectuate my spiritual transformation myself. God did that for me. And, uh, so Bill is, is getting that place and what it's, it's darkest before the dawn, you know, it's, uh, it's really quite extraordinary when we get to that place where we can meet, we could admit complete defeat and, you know, and of course, you know, I thought about my poor wife. He says, there's been much happiness after all. Um, sure. I had some, some happiness, no doubt. There were some good times, but what I would not give to make amends to, to, to make those changes. And he was about to. See, that's the beauty. You may, you know, be of the same sentiment, but you're, you're you're about to understand that you're cornered. You're screwed. It's okay. It's darkest before the dawn, and then we're lifted. God lifts us from this. That's what he did for me as the result of working these steps. Thank God for Alcoholics Anonymous. With that, I pass.
0: Thank you. And we'll move on to um, continue the reading here with Caroline S. Would you please read that next paragraph on page eight? No words can tell.
12: Yes. Thank you, Monica. Um, Caroline S. from New York, Recovered Compulsive Overeater. No words can tell of the loneliness and despair I found in that bitter morass of self-pity. Quicksand stretched around me in all directions. I had met my match. I had been overwhelmed. Alcohol was my master. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah, quicksand, that's how I felt. It's like, you know, no matter what I tried, no matter what diet, no matter what, you know, quick fix, it, it was quicksand. I was going down, 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 and I could not get out alone. And the more you struggle, the faster you think you have to have help to get out of quicksand. You need someone to come along with a branch or someone has to pull you out of that. And, of course, the someone in this case was not a person but God. Um, but, you know, I had to first be there. I, I had to know this is quicksand. I'm you know, i going down. Um, I had to realize I had met my match. I had been overwhelmed. Food was my master. I mean, how, how humbling, how, you know, his pride was shattered. My pride was shattered. You know, here I was, an accomplished, intelligent woman, you know, Binging in a parking lot. I, I mean, what the hell? You know, why can't I? Why can't I fix this? I, 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 I couldn't. I couldn't. I was, I going down. I, I needed help. And, um, you know he talks in the next paragraph. He's a broken man, and that's what I was. I was a broken woman. I was just, you know, I, there was no hope. Um, but you know. Again, how, how dark before the dawn? I mean, he's about to make this transition. He is making step one. He's basically on his knees here. He's saying, you know, I can't do anything. You know, I am nobody in this respect. Um, but he is on the cusp because he's given, he's done his step one. He is on the cusp of that fourth dimension of existence. He's going to give it all over, say, I give up, you know, reach for help. God is going to help him. God is going to do for him what he can't do for himself. He is going to know happiness, peace, and usefulness. It is a miracle and and I also believe that this book is divinely inspired. Every word in it just hits me in my heart um and every time I read it, there's something new in there It's like magic. um Thank you with that,
13: I pass.
0: Thank you, Carolyn. And would anyone like to comment on what was read?
13: Rabia. Okay. and I share?
0: Carol J. Or, Carol J. Kim. Kim. I heard one person, so <laughs> oh. Okay, And who else?
14: Sarah. Sarah W.
15: Carol J. Kim. I
0: didn't hear that again.
15: Kim.
2: That last one? Kim. Okay. Anna. <laughs> All
10: right,
2: let's start with that. Rabia, Bella, Sarah Double, and Kim,
13: and then I'll try again. Thank you. Rabia, you're up. Start one, to unmute, Rabia. Good morning, visionaries. I,
16: chatting away here to myself, I am... Um, <laughs> I'm so grateful to be on the line with all of you this morning. As always, um, I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from New York, and I'm I'm just so moved. Um, first of all, I, I um, dear Carolyn, is you know we we get to meet face to face fellow visionaries as we trudge this beautiful road of happy destiny, and so. I have a community growing up around me of um visionaries and I'm so so blessed and 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 this paragraph is um hitting home so much a very dear friend of mine had a, a short relapse into sugar just a couple of hours and and just the the power of it I'm I'm still shaken by it and the 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 pitiful and incomprehensible Demoralization, you know the the words of Bill are so descriptive, and and when we're in that feeling, that um, so we're all I I you know so blessed to to have this solution and this powerful message every morning, and and this way to start our days, you know this is my eleventh step in in words and and in action. Um, I do get up every morning and have my my quiet prayer and meditation time however coming on the line the power the and i and i speak of it often the second tradition i just love it our ultimate authority is a loving god right here right now as god is expressing that power through all of us and so um so this is the power i take with me into the day i'm so grateful for for every hour for every day that I have a spiritual reprieve from this seemingly hopeless disease, this sugar and this food, and and, um, and, and today I get to live a life, as we all do, helping each other, and I just want to thank all of you again I, from the bottom of my heart that I know you better and that I know God better every day, and God bless us all. With that, I pass.
12: Thank you, Rabia. Bella, you're up.
16: Thank you.
13: Good morning. Good morning. My name is Bella and I am a thankful recovered compulsive overeater. Thank you, Monica, for doing this service and thank you very much, everybody on the line. Wow. Loneliness. Self-pity. Yes. Such strong words. This is where I was. I was in loneliness in self-pity. I didn't understand how come I am... I am a social person, but still I was all the time lonely and alone. And I didn't understand. I was a people pleaser. I wanted so much to have friends, to be, to be with friends. And I did everything people told me and even what they didn't tell me. I just did. I ignored my feelings, my respect, my accept. I just did, and yet I was all the time lonely and alone, and I didn't understand. I I judged the whole entire world, and I judged myself. I blamed everybody, and I blamed myself, and I was very much self-pity, because all the time I came to the same point. You see, Bella? Nobody accepts you, nobody loves you, nobody meets you, nobody appreciates you. And it was a terrible thing. Now that I am, thank God, in the program, yes, I understand. I understand that I was connected to my ego. And I couldn't accept the fact that I am not perfect. I couldn't accept the fact that, yes, sometimes I do mistakes. And now, thank God, thank God, I am connected to a power greater than myself. I am connected to a power that accepts me and respects me. And yes, thank you, God. Now I know if God accepts me the way I am, yes, I accept myself too. And yes, I am human, I am a happy human, I am not perfect. My goal now is different. My goal now is not to be perfect and to say, oh, I never do mistakes. No, today my goal is to, to be connected to a power greater than myself and to give over the message that God wants for me and not my own message. Thank you for letting me share and I pass.
0: Thank you, Bella.
14: Sarah W., you're up. Good morning, Monica. Thank you for your service. Good morning, everyone. My name is Sarah W., a Grateful Recovered Compulsive overeater. Uh He's in a really dark place, Bill, and I can really identify in, um, you know, the, uh, the pain, um, you know, the utter loneliness, the isolation, um, you know, the self-pity, you know, the feeling like I'm all alone in the world, and there's nobody else and and that nobody cares and, and neither do I. And, you know, it talks about alcohol being his master. And I think, um, you know, I have this personality that for me, you know, I push people away because of my fear of connection. Uh, that's been my history. And because I was afraid to... Um, to connect with people, I utilized food from a very early age, and, um, you know, so food became my friend, my lover, or what I thought, and what it did was, it, it stripped me of any humanity that I had, It, um, and yet it allowed me to survive in some ways, too, because I don't know how I would have survived without it, because I didn't know any better. You know, we don't know any better, so we do what we do, and once we know, you know, you know, part of the first step, I think, is about coming into the room. You know, we hear the message and we start to realize, well, maybe I do have this problem, and there are other people that have it too. And so I guess for me, you know, I had to come to a place where I realized I could, you know, I, I could stop eating, but I could never stay stopped, and that was the whole problem. And it's been the steps that has allowed me to walk through life and to to start to skip Instead of like have my head hanging down, uh, as Bella talked about, you know, the way we feel so terrible about ourselves and we finally start to realize that we, we can become right-sized and we can look people in the eye and we can feel okay with ourselves and we no longer, you know, fight people and we no longer feel like the food is going to, you know, jump out of a box into our mouth. You know, we don't even think about the food anymore and that's the reality of what we really do feel when we work the steps rigorously and really, you know, have it in our heart, the, 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 um, the principles of the program. And I just wanted to just say those principles before I get off. And those principles are the first step is honesty. The second step is hope. The third step is faith. The fourth step is courage. The fifth step is integrity. The sixth step is willingness. The seventh step is humility. The eighth step is brotherly Love. The ninth step is justice, the tenth step is perseverance, the eleventh step is spiritual awareness, and the twelfth step is service, and I try to practice those to the best of my ability every single day. And thank you, God, and thank you, Vision, for you. And with that, I'll pass.
1: Thank you, Sarah. Kim, you're up.
15: Good morning, Monica. Good morning, all. My name is Kim G, and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from South Jersey. Alcohol was my master. Come on, that sounds a little bit dramatic, doesn't it? I mean, I just need to lose some weight, for God's sake. You know, but if I look back on my life, where was my focus? What was what was my purpose in life? And I'm, you know, for example, I'm going to a wedding tonight, and uh, I have to tell you the wedding's in my 20s. I can tell you what they had in the buffet, who had the chocolate fountains over the strawberries. I couldn't tell you who's in, who was in the wedding. No idea. You know, I actually lost a friendship in my 20s of a girl I knew since I was in fourth grade over arguments about weight and what size I was going to be in the wedding to the point I wasn't even invited to the wedding, let alone in the wedding. You know, what route I took to work depended on what fast food restaurants I was trying to get to or which fast food restaurants I was trying to avoid if I was dieting. You know, I would hit five grocery stores on the way home because I did not want to buy all my binge foods in one place because that would look bad. You know, when I was in college specifically, if I went into a room and I was the biggest person there, I would leave the room. I scheduled my classes in college at mealtimes to give myself the excuse to go down to the cafeteria, get the binge foods I wanted, go up into my dorm room and eat them. I mean, utensils had no meaning for me at that point. I needed the food. You know, I would think, well, do I want to have binge foods or do I want to pay my Verizon bill? Often the binge foods won out. When I babysat, I didn't pick babysitting jobs because of how the kids were. I picked it because I found out what was in their pantries. And those who had the movies, the stuff in the pantries, that's the job I took. I started out going to movies as a kid to hang out with my friends. But eventually, I didn't want people in there. I wanted to be in a dark room with all my binge foods for two hours so that I could just binge by my own. I tried pot in college, not because I wanted to try an illegal drug, But those potheads had really good binge foods and I wanted to be able to eat the binge foods with them so I was going to smoke pot with them. How many times did I sabotage a friend's diets because I wanted them to be able to still binge with me? If you were asking about vacations, it was picked on the restaurants I went to, not the attractions I went to. And I often picked binging at home in high school and college and in my 20s versus going out and socializing. If that isn't alcohol is my master, I don't know what is. And the last thing I want to say is I remember, you know, my friend Jennifer's a doctor and she had a patient who was 450 pounds and was going to have toes removed the next morning from her diabetes. And she went into the room the night before and couldn't believe it as she sat in bed eating cheesecake the day before she was getting her toes removed. And my thought was, well, you might as well enjoy the cheesecake if you're going to lose the toes anyways. That's how alcoholic is our master. We're going to lose our toes, but the ease and comfort of cheesecake is going to make it a little bit better. That is the reality of suffering from compulsive overeating. So alcohol was my master, and with that, I pass.
2: Thank you, Kim. And Carol G., you had tried to to uh, get on my list earlier. Are you there?
17: Oh, yes. Can you hear me, Monica?
2: I can. Go ahead,
0: Carol.
17: Thank you so much. Thanks, Vision for you. What a wonderful meeting! Um, wow. Um, where billies at this moment? Um, actually, when when I, when I was where billies at this moment the last time, I couldn't feel anything anymore. I was actually numb by this time. I'd failed in a way. I'd failed to keep my food uh, the food down, and I couldn't stay stopped. What on earth was I going to do next? And of course, the thing I did next was come to Vision for you and. I hadn't yet experienced the freedom from that bitter morass that he's talking about. Um, I'd been working the steps, but I hadn't been working the steps abstinently. And so I'd never experienced what I really needed to experience. And I couldn't get out of that ending darkness because, I don't know, it was almost like I'd been following directions, but there were still Carol's directions. They weren't actually the ones that were printed in the book. They were being filtered through my mind, through my mystic mind. And... I had to come to a place where I had to come to this place where there was no more yes buts, no well what ifs, uh, no questions. Will it work for me? No more resistance, no denial. And and I think for me, a a big stumbling block was self pity. Self pity was a huge stumbling block, um, mixed in with fear and arrogance. And either way, I kind of thrived on all the drama. Um, I thrived on all the drama. Bill's story is very dramatic, Um, but of course it explained my life. My life was like that. It was a real roller coaster, but there was an awful lot of ease and comfort in self pity. Um, I was always complaining that I was the sick one, but I'd become this, I'd, it was a role I'd started to play. Um, but I think that when I came to Vision View, I realized that God had another role for me to play, and it wasn't the role that I expected it to be. And now I'm recovered um, because I follow the directions and I've been attention to a vision for you for a year and a half, I now see that there is a different place. There is something other than this bitter remaster remas- I have to keep going back into. There is something more than the self-pity. And now, today, I'm just required to listen to vision for you every day, carry the message to people who are still suffering, live in 10, and live in 12, and keep out of that quicksand best I can, and enjoy my new life. And I'm Really, really grateful. Thank you very much. Thank you, Carol. And this is Monica. Excuse me.
7: Can I get added to the list for that second paragraph?
5: Anna.
2: I, I, was this Charles? Yes. Charles.
5: Anna?
2: Nancy. Nancy. Okay. I'm going, and then Charles, Anna, and Nancy. Hi, everyone. My name is Monica. and I am a recovered compulsive overeater having a few technical difficulties here this morning. But anyway, here I am. Um, <clears throat> so here we are Bill's story. And I wanted to say a few words on the paragraph before and could because I wasn't here on how hopeless he was, you know, how powerless he was. And he really realized, you know, oh, my God, I'm a I, I'm a drunk, just like all those other thoughts. And um And then in this one here, in this paragraph, Bill's beginning his step one here. He's doing step one here. I had met my match. I had been overwhelmed, beaten, overpowered. Alcohol was my master, one with control over. So he's starting to surrender here. Nothing is working. Bill's solution is not working anymore, alcohol. And he's dying. And I like the uh, um, quicksand, a situation into which entry can be quick, but removal can be difficult or impossible. And if I land in quicksand, the more I struggle, the deeper in I get. You know, I struggled with my self-knowledge, my determination, my willpower, and all I did was go deeper down. I needed someone to help me out of this. I needed this fellowship. I needed the steps. Most importantly of all, I needed God. And so, with that, I'm going to pass. And Charles, you're up. Charles, Star One Twenty.
7: Yeah, unmute. thank you. Um, yeah, there you, thank go. you my, Yeah, you know, with smartphones, you got to press, put your password in, and it's like crazy. Anyway, um. Yeah, I had to drill down on, on this second this this paragraph here. You know, in my big book I put I crossed out alcohol and I put sugar with my master. I said I put sugar with my master. Y'all quiet, I know I'm preaching good, I'm sorry. Um so you know, no y- yeah, like no words can tell the loneliness in the despair. Yeah, that's all that's that self pity. Yeah, I understand that. I get it. You know, bare claws on my bench food, I get it. Um quicksand stretch all around me in every direction. You know before vision for you, I was loitering with an intent to recover <laughs> you know, but I had to realize this. I had to realize that I met my match in all directions, and sugar was my master. Sugar was my master and If I get a bright idea, sugar will be my master again. But today I see the vision i see I love that one through eight pages one through eight in Bill's story is all the drama and the and the addiction and. As we ease into nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, you know, we start seeing we start seeing a vision of recovery. But I gotta get I gotta realize this stuff first before I can cross into recovery. I gotta realize all the crazy stuff I did. I gotta get all that my eating history, you know, I had to I had to give it up in step one. I had to give it up. And I had to realize that I was in quicksand <laughs> in all directions. And sugar Sugar is still my master if I get a bright idea. And that's my, that's my perfect step one. I had to jump in there. 15.4, you know, continuing to just binge on butter pecan ice cream and Louisiana crunch cake mixed up. I got to remember that today. If I don't remember my story and push my red wagon, it's over. Lights out. With that, I'll pass. Thanks.
2: Thank you, Charles.
18: Anna, you're up. Good morning. I'm Anna H. I'm a compulsive overeater and I'm gratefully recovered one day at a time. Um, can you hear me?
2: Yes, I can.
18: Okay. Yeah, this paragraph, I just have to say, vision for you family, this paragraph, it's I love it. It's step one, but it's more than that to me because what it's the whole key basis to our disease, period. Because what what he is saying right here is what I was not willing to admit until I had to I was on my knees and had to admit it food had I had made food my higher power my whole life you know I grew up going to church and religious and all this stuff but when it came down to it forget it I was definitely worshiping at the altar of sugar of whatever binge food you could get me my whole life was planned around that if it had to do with, you know, we talk about um, seeking a deeper spiritual connection to our higher power. Forget it. I was seeking a deeper spiritual connection to my bench foods and continually seeking that on a daily basis. And as the book tells us, too, when habit becomes obsession, that's what happened. you know, when I continually reinforce those habits. Um, the disease kicks in because I am a compulsive overeater and it becomes an obsession and that's what happened and I kept making food my higher power so this beautiful little paragraph sums it all up right there that we've made this substance this food this alcohol this whatever for us for me it can be people places and things it can be situations my higher power and anything Anything that I act out with like that and turn to first thing, that's my higher power. But today, because of these steps, because I'm given a blueprint for living, because I get, um, you know, I have, I call my higher power God. I also call it Big Daddy. Um, Good orderly direction, I get it through my fellows, through my sponsors, through A Vision for You, through the big book, um, and through asking for it. I get that direction today, and so my first response does not have to be to turn to that food anymore, and that's the freedom, and just wrapping up, if you're new today and on the line, and if you're tired of that being the first thing you reach for at every turn, if you're tired of food being the first thing you reach for, keep coming back. Keep listening. Keep asking people. Keep exploring this, because... It's given me freedom, and it's given me my life back, and I'm sure there are plenty of other people in here who would also um, say the same thing for themselves. Thank you.
2: Thank you, Anna. And Nancy, you're up, and we've only got a couple of minutes.
5: Hey, I'll try to make it short. Thank you. My name is Nancy. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater, and uh, the part that, that really that really struck me during the reading was that um, food was my master, and I reflected on, you know, slavery. Um, The master makes the slave do things that he doesn't want to do. He makes the slave do things when he wants them to do it, regardless of how the slave uh, really feels, and that is exactly what... uh, my, what food did to me, I was reflecting on, when I first moved away from home, I um, I was in Chicago, lived in a high-density area, and if you got a parking space, you were fortunate because I was a school teacher. I got home before most of my neighbors. I was able to park right in front of the building, and my disease had me getting up in the middle of the night, frightened, going to uh, the only place that was open that time, uh, not wanting to do it, not... Knowing how not to do it. And I reflected on that this morning that I had no choice. I had to get up in the cold, go out and move, lose my parking space, come back having to park, park blocks away from where I live uh, because the urge was so strong. I, I could not resist. Uh, today, I'm, I've been set free uh, because of the 12 steps. And, and Visions for You has really. Uh, led me into recovery, and for that I'm so grateful. I've been given an opportunity to share this message with other people. I accepted uh, being a moderator of a regular OA meeting, and I really would like for visionaries to, uh, you know, share their experience, strength and hopes with the people. They're people who, who were just like me, and they're trying to fix, manage, and control the food, work in steps one, two, three, and uh, I think this is a wonderful opportunity to share that, you know, there is re- there's actually recovery. I had a lady, once I mentioned, and she said, she listened, she says, but they said they're recovered. And I said, you know, that's what the book promises. That's what the program promises us, recovery. So please, um, you know, um, I'm going to be calling people because I-, I need recovered speakers. Thank you. Have a great day, everybody.
7: Thank you very much, Nancy,
0: and thank you to all that were on the line today and shared. We will now close the meeting. It is that time, and we will now read from the big book on page 164, followed by the Serenity Prayer, and I'll ask Deanna B. to please do that for us. Deanna B., are you with us?
19: Thanks. Thank you, Deanna. Um, I'm sorry. I'm Deanna thank you Monica for your service my name is Deanna B from Chicago I'm a recovered compulsive overeater our book is meant to be suggestive only we realize we know only a little God will constantly disclose more to you and to us ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick the answers will come if your own house is in order